Hey, moms. I'm Elizabeth Rago. And I'm Stephanie Donovan. And together, we are Modern Domestic Moms. A podcast where we discuss mom life topics, our perceptions, and our insights as we relate to you and the moms around us. So go ahead, fill your glass, and join in with us on the conversation. Because mommy ain't easy. And you don't have to do it alone. Come Come sip with us. us. You know what's so annoying is we do that in unison when we're actually together and we always are off when we're on Zoom. Isn't that weird? Is there a lag? I don't know what I'm talking about. No, I think our like our harmony is off, Elizabeth. Our our chi, our natural Our juju. Art is off when we're not together. Well, this is the way of technology. (laughs) Welcome to episode 49, Happiness Hacks to Beat the Winter Blues. And we need it. We're going to beat them. Yeah, we do need it. Are you beating the winter blues, Elizabeth? I'm trying. Apparently, it's supposed to be 50 degrees and like in the next couple of days. So you're kidding. I knew we were getting kind of a warm up, but that's exciting. I mean, that'll help, but then we'll immediately sink back down into a depression because it's like (laughs) snow the next day, but I'm going to be positive and I'm going to take our suggestions and help myself when that happens. Yeah. I mean, before we dive into it, I just want to say that I'm not winning this game right now. I don't want people to think that I'm beating the winter blues Mm -hmm. because I'm not. I'm like a full-fledged victim. There's just a lot going on. Our house is under construction and there's dust and mess everywhere. I actually got hives yesterday. I haven't had hives on my body and I don't know how long. And I think it's from like the dust and the stress. I skipped a period. Not that anyone really needs to know that. Um, I think I'm like in early menopause, I swear to God, but I'm not pregnant. I did take a test. (laughs) (laughs) It's the stress. It's just everything's a mess. I will tell you what my life is right now. This is the perfect analogy. Ready? Mm -hmm. So my stairs are covered in construction tarp. (laughs) I was pulling Duke one by one down the stairs because he can't walk anymore. So he just his back legs just go. It's like Flintstones, right? And Harlow, who is blind, my 14-year-old cat, one of them, is coming up the stairs while Duke is being guided by me down the stairs. And they come together and Harlow starts spitting and hissing because she's so pissed that someone's on the stairs at her and she hates Duke, but she can't see him but she's hissing and Duke is flailing because he can't walk and someone's hissing at him. And I just stopped and I was like, this is so my life right now. <laughs> you need, I'm telling you, you have to walk around with a, a GoPro on because I want to see these interactions with the animal. It was just, it's those moments that you stop and you're like, what the fuck is my life? <laughs> so I think that's a great analogy. You just got to laugh at it. And I just want to say, I think this episode is very valuable. However, I don't want you to think that we're going to come in here as experts because I'm not winning the winter blues game, Mm -hmm. but we're going to try to help. That's all I'm saying. Shall we pass some pod love? Yes, please. Because I need some new pods. Oh, get ready. (laughs) I've actually been researching some with you in mind. Oh my God. Let's hear it. Okay, this is one that I have had in my pocket for a while and haven't told you about, but gosh, it's awesome and it's so unique. Okay, it's called 
you're not wrong. Ever wanted to tell millennials where to shove their avocado toast? This is a weekly podcast where two friends, Elizabeth, the millennial, and Nicole, a Gen Xer, take a trip down the generational divide, debating everything from pop culture to politics to internet cults and common sense. Basically, yeah, it is Nicole, my girl, and she is talking with Elizabeth, who is the millennial, who I feel bad for because I just don't get her, but she's great. And they debate these topics from both sides of like the generations. So episode 32, and it's relatively new, but it's just such a unique concept. Okay. Episode 32 was just this past week. Oh, and everything is you're not right. You're not wrong. You're not even single. And it was all about millennial dating terms. Yeah. I was dying. Like the things that Elizabeth is saying and Nicole's like, what does that mean? And she was guessing. Okay. So Elizabeth, if I was to say NSA, what would you think that that meant? National Shotgun Association. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny because that's what Nicole said. National Security Agency. So it means no strings attached. Like these are things people are saying on their dating profiles. Okay. Do you know what zombieing is? Let's start with ghosting. Do you know what ghosting is? I do know what that is. So that's like when you just completely lose contact with the person. You just like ignore that person. You never, ever talk to them ever again. Right. You disappear. Yeah. So zombieing in dating is that you ghost them and then you turn up six months later. Oh, yeah. I thought that was very exciting. Meaning like you're dating and then you're like biting someone. (laughs) (laughs) What's it called again? Um, You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Okay. Ooh, it's great. You have to listen to it. It cracks me up. Now, before we get into our theme and talk about the winter blues, we're going to pause here for a quick chat we have with the St. Charles Business Alliance about what is coming up this week. I'm here with Rachel Garland, marketing specialist for the St. Charles Business Alliance, and she's here to share an exciting update with us that the Alliance has planned for the week of February 21st. So recently on the What's Up Downtown podcast put out by St. Charles Business Alliance, I heard my friend Laura talk about how so many new restaurants are popping up in St. Charles. And so we've become this mecca, really, of diversified dining experiences. So Rachel, what do we have coming up this week? Yes. So starting today, February 21st through the 25th, it is St. Charles Restaurant Week, which features over 50 restaurants that are all giving 15% off of a bill that is $20 or more, obviously excluding tax, alcohol, things like that. It's going to be a really great opportunity to get out and dine in downtown St. Charles. That's awesome. And I assume restaurants will all be planning their own like special menu items and things like that. But all of them that are participating are offering that 15% off the bill as far as food items go, correct? Yeah, correct. I'm sure a lot of restaurants will have new menus coming out but they will all for sure be giving 15% off. Well, that's like a great opportunity to try something new or try that place that maybe you just haven't gotten into yet. Um, So how do we find out which restaurants are participating? So all 50 of the restaurants are listed on our website. You can go to stcalliance.org slash restaurant week. And there's also a PDF that you can download so that you can take it with you out on the town and show your friends as well. 
Now you're doing a special promotion as well. Yes. So if you go out during restaurant week, you can take a picture of your receipt and send it to me at rgarland at sgcalliance.org. And you'll be entered into the raffle for a gift card back to St. Charles restaurants. So double bonus. Make sure you take advantage of that. Well, great. This sounds like an awesome opportunity. And we will look forward to seeing you around town during restaurant week. Perfect. And we're back. And we're back. I always think of um, DJs in the 90s who would say that. And we're back. You should do that. You should do a whole episode as like Casey Kasem. Um, I used to be a DJ in college. Shut up. I was a radio. Why haven't we talked about this? I was a radio host. (gasps) You did the college radio? I sure did. Saturday mornings. It was, I had quite the smoker's voice on Saturday mornings. (laughs) Um, We had brunch with Elizabeth. What was it called? Um, I think it was just like the Elizabeth and Amanda show because I co-hosted with my friend Amanda. See, I was I was getting ready for our podcast. Who is this bitch? It was my friend Amanda. And she was, she's, we've been friends since we were like 15. Yeah. Um, Amanda's great. And we would just like pull in completely scattered and eye makeup still on from the night before, <laughs> like smoker's voice because we were yeah. like screaming at some dance club the night before. Yeah, it was awesome. Anyway, (laughs) I digress. I wish I had those tapes. (laughs) They're hysterical. All right. Shall we get into how to beat the winter blues? Yes. Let's talk about how to beat the winter blues, because I really think that there are some misconceptions. Well, and I also feel like this can be kind of by your region, right? Like we do have listeners all over and I always want to be cognizant of that. But we're definitely in the middle, the heart of the Midwest, as we like to think, in mm. right by Chicago. And January, February, no matter how much you gear up for it, I feel like by February, March, when it's still snowing and still freezing, and you're so done, Christmas is way over, there's nothing more fun about winter, like you're over it, yeah. and you can't get outside, and everything's cold, it just it starts to really suck. And you really discovered this beautiful article that really just really discerns between winter blues and seasonal affective disorder. So I'm, I'm excited that we're going to talk about this today. Yeah. Cause it, that is important. Okay. So what I looked up is how to beat the winter blues. And this is by Sarah Lindbergh and it is a medically reviewed article by a doctor. I mean, it's legit. So we want to get into some details first about the difference between seasonal affective disorder and the winter blues, because I think that's an important delineation that you need to know, because you may be dealing with something even larger than you think you are. Mm -hmm. Um, So let me just start. If colder weather and shorter days cause you to feel the winter blues, you're not alone. It's not uncommon to experience fatigue, sadness, difficulty concentrating, and a disruption in your sleep schedule during the winter season. For some, this mood change is temporary and easily managed with lifestyle modifications. I mean, even those can be difficult, to be honest, though. Mm -hmm. But for others, the winter blues can turn into a more severe type of depression called seasonal affective disorder, or SAD. The good news, there are things you can do to beat the winter blues. So let's just talk about kind of how they differ. Winter blues, are you dealing with winter blues or are you dealing with seasonal affective? Yeah. Okay. So winter blues is more like sadness, 
feeling down during fall and winter months. I love fall, but winter, I get it. Um, trouble sleeping, lack of motivation. Like it's kind of a general, just like how you hear blues. I also hate the term blues because I remember when everything was called the baby blues, right? Yeah. Postpartum. And it's like, no, you're actually dealing with PPD. Right. And so again, it's that same type of delineation. I just really want to hit hard because it's like, yes, that's totally normal. But also there's this like more aggressive version (laughs) that we need to know about. It's almost like the word bummer (laughs) would be better than blues, like winter bummer. (laughs) Right. And you get sick of it and it's a drag, but like, it's not the same as like a heavy depression. Yeah. So SAD, seasonal affective disorder, is a severe sadness during the fall and winter months, frequent sleep and eating issues, depression that limits normal functioning and motivation. People feel sad sometimes. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, having emotions is part of what makes us all human. Feeling sad or down sometimes, especially during the winter months, could be a sign of the winter blues. However, when sadness interferes with your ability to function in your daily life, it could be something more serious. So again, we're talking about like functioning, kind of like with depression. Are you down about something? Are you kind of at a low point or is it like very frequent and it really impacting your function? I like that breakdown where she talks about depression that limits normal functioning. Yeah. So it's that feeling of like, I, I physically can't do anything. It's too cold. I don't want to go outside. I'm just going to sit and there's nothing wrong with binge watching things. Lord knows I do that enough, but it's that day after day interrupting like natural flows of your existing life. Right. Yeah. It, it, it. And I do think like there's things you can do mm-hmm. to sort of help maybe before you get to that point or when you're at that point, we just want to say that like, that actually is something you can talk to your doctor about. So I don't want people to think like winter blues. Yeah, I'm there, but it's just like so severe, but it's still the winter blues. Well, it might not be like it. You may have SAD, which is actually like something that can be diagnosed and dealt with with a physician. And I like what you were saying about kind of cutting it off at the past beforehand, or at least just being aware that, okay, this is the season that really takes over my spirit and like my mood and then add in there, like your period. Oh God. And just like everyday stressors. And it's just like one more thing that's going to like prohibit you from having sanity. Um, But I did, I do like in the article, they give 10 tips to help beat the winter blues. And we're just going to talk very briefly about what these 10 are. But I I almost think that part of maybe like a new year's and I don't want to say resolution, but part of like you heading into the new year is like, look, the next two months after the holidays, I have to be more mindful of what's going on with my body and how my body is going to respond in these cold months. So the, yeah. the first one that they mention is taking a break from the news. Amen, sister. <laughs> That's my 365 day a year, days a year. Uh, self-care is yeah. taking a break from the news. Yeah. I mean, if you just watch it Ugh. all the time, if it's on a loop, it's better to take a break. Yeah. Amen. Okay. The next one is boost your mood with food. When, when I hear that, I think of like a pepperoni pizza, but actually, (laughs) 
It's talking about considering the food you eat. Consuming protein with breakfast, lunch, and dinner can enhance mood and prevent sugar and carb cravings later in the day. And here's a cool tip. So including foods high in vitamin D, Mm -hmm. such as fatty fish, fish oil, and vitamin D fortified foods like milk, orange juice, breakfast cereal, yogurt, and other food sources can help balance mood, which I don't think about. And actually I don't take a vitamin D supplement during winter, which I think would be actually a great thing to do. Do you? Yeah, I do just because I have, um, like a lower vitamin D in general in my body. And then like my period wreaks havoc in my body and I turn into a vampire. Um, so (laughs) I have to have a lot of vitamin D, but I'll tell you after taking it, it takes like three or four months, at least it did for me to get into my system. And I can feel like more energy. Now, do you take a full vitamin supplement with vitamin D in it or just specifically vitamin D? It's just straight up vitamin D. I like that. Yeah. Where do you get it? Um, I'll either do like a quickie Amazon to get a big bottle. Okay. Um, Or, you know, Meyer, we have Meyer here in the Midwest and they typically have like a buy one, get one free and for supplements are, you know, expensive anyway. So that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. I think that is kind of a cool little thing that I'm going to start doing. Yeah. It's probably too late considering no, 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 but just, the end of February, but you know what? It's just beneficial anyway. So the next one, and this is huge. It talks about sleep routine and I am finding out more and more if I do not get quality sleep, I am a freaking yeah. wreck the next day. Yeah. There's a mess. And so Kelly Donahue, she contributed to this article. She says sleep is a huge component of mood without adequate regular sleep. She's a psychologist. Kelly Donahue says that our circadian rhythm can get disrupted. And I found myself taking because I was having anxiety attacks and I was like, I'm just going to lay down. And then I would fall asleep for like an hour. And I like fucked up my entire circadian rhythm. Mm -hmm. So I had to stop. I had to like force myself to stop doing that. So what, what she suggests is like going to bed and waking up at the same time and like the bedtime routine. Similar times. Yes. Yes. At similar times, like exposing yourself to light as soon as you wake up, like the sleeping in a cool, dark room, not using electronics before bed. And actually I've the past three weeks, I have successfully done this. Like really, I respect it. I hear it on podcasts all the time. I cannot, I am watching my, I, I watched celebrity big brother before bed last night. And then I did turn it off and take five minutes and just in silence to go to bed. Yeah. But I, that's my one reprieve. It's the one time I watch TV during the day. It's like yeah. the half hour before I go to bed. Yeah. But I get it. And I respect people that do it. And I do think it's probably worthy cause I'm not there. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you have to be, you have to be able to work with what where you are in your life. And for me, I think it just triggers my brain to stay awake and I can't, I can't like shut it down. So another one is do some physical activity. It's been shown to boost mood, decrease the symptoms of depression and reduce stress. So even if I can get out with Sadie and walk three, four blocks, Mm -hmm. that's very helpful for both of us. The problem is it's so gosh, darn cold. I know. I mean, if you have an exercise equipment in your house, if you've got a Peloton, if you've got a treadmill, if I think any physical activity is great, it's hard in the winter. 
Mm-hmm. It is. And you know what? I've seen so many people lately and I am impressed when I drive JR to school at like 745 in the morning, there are walkers and they are speed walking down the block. And it is like sometimes negative five. Like it's crazy. I just don't, I think my body cannot handle it. Like I tried yeah. to do that and I, my body like physically rejects it. It's <laughs> so <laughs> It's so crazy and so cold. And actually it's unhealthy to take your dog out. I just want to say their paw pads are sensitive and on extreme cold or extreme heat that they can react. I have been walking with Sadie and she walks in the snow too much and she will literally pull up her back leg and start walking like an amputee. And I'm like, what are we going to do? We're two blocks from home. Yeah. And I just have to like rub it. But it, it, you do want to be careful of your dog's paws in extreme heat and extreme cold. It's not healthy for them to walk in. But I, these people, they're walking. God bless them. God, I mean, every time I go, like I'll, on Saturday mornings, when I go to our morning coffee, yeah, um, it's like 745 and these people are running and I'm like, <laughs> go get them girl. Yeah. And I like honk and wave and I'm like, do it. But I just, I, I can't. So if you can do that, you know what I actually do at home is I do yoga with Tara styles on YouTube. And then I do the fitness marshal. Um, well, that's so cool. I didn't know you did that. So cool. And you know what the girls do it with me and you do like a yoga morning. Well, you know what I love about them is that Tara styles has these like eight to 10 minute yoga practices. So it's not like I'm doing yoga for 30, 30 to 60 minutes because I just can't, I mean, I live in a house with three children and animals and things. So there's not a quiet place in our house. So I'll do like little 10 minute spurts. And then fitness Marshall is like a three minute song, but it's like great cardio. I'm going to write these things down. Okay. I'll see if I can link them in our show. How about in the show notes? Yeah. Just any strategies we can link in the show notes, we will for you. Anything that we come up with. Okay. Which relates to the next Yeah. So the 10 by 10 by 10 plan. Um, It's not uncommon to feel overwhelmed, lethargic, and unmotivated to exercise when feeling depressed. Um, So in the article we're referencing, they mention um, instead of committing to one longer workout, break up the time into chunks. For example, if your goal is to walk 30 minutes a day, divide the time into three mini workouts of 10 minutes each. So take one in the morning, another in the afternoon, and before it gets dark. And that that's really what I tend to do combined with the fact that I'm like now walking 10,000 steps at work every day, <laughs> you know, that, that adds up. Anytime you're going to get your heart rate up or you're just going to do something that's going to help your body. I think baby steps is better than just not doing anything at all. Yeah. Very good. Okay. The next one is call on your support system. Loneliness and isolation tend to make the effects of the winter blues worse. That's why your support system, which includes friends, family, coworkers, and sponsors should be on Mm -hmm. speed dial. I do think since the pandemic, we've gotten better at like there's certain people we call, but it's funny to me because like at the beginning, I did these things like house party. That was an app where like you could just get on with a yeah. bunch of your friends. And I feel like those things we realized we needed at the beginning of the pandemic are not exactly carrying through because here's the thing with Kellen who can't yeah. be vaccinated to go out and do things. We're not going to restaurants. It's the middle of winter. We're not really going out. It gets dark earlier. It, we're not 
like socializing a ton mm-hmm. at all. And I feel like I'm not really better at talking to my best friends on Zoom. Let's be honest, people don't call each other anymore, yeah. you know? And so I just, if you can get that in place, I think it could help you. Like if you still have like a Thursday night wine night with your girls on Zoom that you had at the beginning. I feel like we did these things at the beginning of the pandemic and maybe we're not carrying them through. So, I mean, it's just an important reminder that your support system still matters. No, making it a habit again. Yeah. Um, One of the next suggestions is seek out the sun. And I really think just depending on where you live, that's either easier or harder um, to seek out the sun. Now I did change in my kitchen instead of having like my indoor plants by the window, I, I put them somewhere else. So like I'd have more light coming into my kitchen space. So now in the morning, like granted, it's not this like warming sun, but it's something Sure. and I can sit and have like coffee and at least feel some kind of like sunshine, which has to be doing something, but I, you know, well, apparently it is doing something. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if you live in an area, you know, that is super sunny anyway, you know, more so than the mid, you know, the Midwest, um, I say, go for it, but like maybe take a reassess in your house where there are some great open, you know, like windows and maybe get in that window a little bit more often. <laughs> yeah, like they, just follow the cats. If you have cats, they're great at this. Just follow where they are always laying because they're always fighting the sun. Yeah. Um, okay, so which relates to the next one, light therapy, which I am not familiar with. But if you really do have seasonal affective disorder, this can be an effective treatment. The National mm-hmm. Institute of Mental Health recommends sitting in front of a light box first thing in the morning for 20 to 60 minutes. So, I mean, I think that's just related to open your blinds, wherever you stream the sun in your house, just get that open, like be cognizant of those factors. And I think that they probably chemically affect you in ways that you may not really realize at the time. You know, we actually have a light box oh, do um, you? in our house. Yeah. Um, my sister-in-law let me borrow it. Cause I was just telling her how like depressed I was feeling and what you can do. Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm just going to like sit in front of this like light box for an hour. But then if you just kind of set it up, like, let's just say in front of your computer and you're, you know, checking emails or emailing back teachers or, you know, whatever you might do, be doing, looking for recipes on Pinterest, like set it up somewhere. Cause they plug in and it literally is just like this panel of light. Where do you get something like that? Amazon. That's so funny because I, can say, and maybe this isn't everyone's experience, but as a Gen Xer, like the tanning beds. Yes. Okay. I do remember feeling great out of a tanning bed and it's terrible for you and don't do it. But before my wedding, 15, 20 years ago, I sure did (laughs) tan and I felt great coming out of it. So maybe it's that same type of feeling, right? I worked at a tanning salon in college. Oh, look, True you, story. You, you bronze goddess. It was so disgusting. Side <laughs> side convo. I had to clean up a lot of urine from fresh tanning and aiming their manly parts to the trash can to pee out of it because they were, it was That's just so disgusting. So disgusting. And I'm going to make a new t-shirt. Or design in our shop that's called Side Convo. 
What's funny is I say that all the time, like at work. <laughs> okay. So you go to the next one. We only have two more. And okay. then we're going to talk about our specific strategies. Totally. So yeah. it's essential that if you, things are getting dark <laughs> I and mean, I'm not laughing, I'm, I'm saying when everything starts to just kind of like close in on you, you need to seek professional help. And that, that is when, when you are just sitting in bed, you cannot move yeah. or you're getting up in the middle of the night and you're just, your mind is racing and you're thinking a ton of bad things. Yes. Yes. It's okay to seek professional help. And if you go on my website, MDW cares, and you are local, you can find a whole bunch of different therapists there. Plus an article that talks about what to do if you're on a therapist wait list. Um, because wait lists are really long right now. Or if you, you know, if you're listening and you're outside of the Chicagoland area, shoot me a message and I can help you um, find a therapist in your local area. Cause I've got a lot of contacts. So awesome. And the last point is to consider medication. Look, we are huge supporters of medicating for mood disorders. If you are experiencing more than the winter blues, they are selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, SSRIs. I don't talk about too much my struggle with anxiety, but I have been on the search for an appropriate medication for probably two years and been through a lot of experimentation with them. And it's hard to find one that works for you and a doctor that will help you find that. So just realize it's not just a quick answer. Sometimes the first one you try isn't going to be the greatest answer and you have to kind of work through it and have a physician that will help you do that. But some people do need these. And it also can be an age thing. As you get older, you can realize kind of the need for them and Yoga is great. Look, mind frame is great. The wellness movement is great, mm-hmm. but we're just saying that like sometimes also medication is great and you may need it and finding something that works for you and where you feel a difference can be very necessary to your lifestyle. Absolutely. And be mindful that sometimes, and I just discovered this last year at the end of last year, Um, I was taking one particular prescription for like 10 years and it was working fine. And then all of a sudden it just was not working. Yes. And I, and your chemistry has changed. It completely has. And that's not uncommon per my psychiatrist for something to not work anymore. And you, I, I actually, I switched and went on another one and I feel a thousand times better. And it's just your body changes. So don't be scared if what you have been taking for a long time maybe isn't working as well, or you're seeing like a shift in how you're able to or not able to function during the day. Like reach out to your psychiatrist, your therapist, and just talk to them about it. Cause sometimes it just means it's time for a change. Yeah. And your chemistry can change with age and it also can change with like pregnancies. Hormones. I mean, yes, hormones are huge. And after postpartum, I was on just like a very generic serotonin to help with PPD. And suddenly that shifted and that was not working for me. Yeah. So you do have to like be proactive about seeking out something that will. Yeah. Just keep that conversation going. 
Okay. So let's talk about some of our personal strategies, not necessarily medically backed. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) But what's working for us? You start with your number one. I am so excited to hear what you've come up with. Okay. So this kind of goes, it's similar to what was mentioned in the article, but I say recruit a text boost buddy. So it's that friend that the one friend that's allowed to text you or, you know, a family member or sister or whatever, that's allowed to text you at any hours of the day and night with no judgment. So what you want to do is put into action, like a plan to send each other one humorous or motivating meme or quote or something like each morning, go to that person and say, you are my safe text boost buddy person. I need you to send me, and then I will reciprocate some kind of motivating or silly meme each morning. Just knowing that someone is thinking about you once a day could be enough to just put a smile on your face, ease you out of bed or get you through like a rough moment. A text boost, buddy. I have that with my friend, um, Danielle. She's like, she finds the most epic memes and she will, she will just send one to me. And I'm like, I, that's exactly what I needed. And it's enough to like, kind of light a fire under my butt and be like, okay, all right, I can do that. Yeah. I love that. How about you? My number one is pandemic baking and soup obsessions. Also stress baking. (laughs) Okay. So I've definitely been on the soup train and our recipe box. I'm going to get into it. Yummy. For our construction workers who are tearing out our master bath, I probably have maybe four times in a week and a half sending them home with like baked goods, like cookie bars and muffins. And, but I'm also like experimenting for the MDM kitchen, like good recipes, but (laughs) you know what I'm trying? It's funny because, uh, the foreman, like the head guy, he said the other day to Scott, he goes, does she bake every day? (laughs) And he said, yes. He goes, stress baking. She's stress baking, which is true because my house is in shambles. But you know what? I say you try some new recipes because what else are you going to do? Yeah, that's good. And it's fun. Yeah. And hey, do it. All right. What's your next? Okay. So my next one is instead of hitting snooze, hit diffuse. (laughs) Okay. So. Sounds like a bumper sticker. Go ahead. If you are an essential oil person or you could light a candle or whatever. So what I'm saying is put a small essential oil diffuser or some kind of nice scent next to your bedside, like next to your alarm. And when you hit snooze, like activate the aromatherapy or light the candle or wow. like I have this little aromatherapy, just like a rollerball thing that I put on during the day. Okay. And just kind of like easily rouse your senses. And hopefully, I mean, you can use like a citrusy scent that's supposed to like rejuvenate and like refresh that olfactory sensor in your, your nose. Mm-hmm. And then it sends a message to your brain's limbic system, which is like emotions, memory, the neocortex is your conscious thought and language. So these you really fruity, sound very medical right now. <laughs> I know I do. <laughs> these fruity scents 
are, are really refreshing, but if like, that's not your cup of tea, you can do like a balsam fir is a really good one or like a peppermint or a rosemary aroma. Like those are all like energy boosting, um, scents. Wow. or you could just okay. like simply like light a candle, just something instead of constantly hitting the snooze or while you're just doing one snooze, get that scent going. And that can kind of like wake wow. you up a little bit. It actually, it's, it's helped me. Um, especially like the citrusy scents. It's like, it it just kind of, it makes sense. I actually like wish I had a sense of smell hearing you talk about it, but yeah, <laughs> but I, I can imagine what that yeah. probably feels like. Okay. Here's another one. Dive into documentaries. Uh oh. Let's just embrace our inner detective during winter and the crime fighter that you are, let's just like find some cool documentaries. So uh, just one note, like monitor your feed. For example, maybe you watch less murder right now because you're already down, right? Like too many datelines during the dead of winter. It can get depressing. Mm-hmm. So maybe you replace it with like, I don't know, hauntings, substitutes and paranormal. Or like you always talk about um, um, different locations right? Like different places that you could like visit. Oh yeah. No, that's one that I'm going to talk about later. Oh crap. Okay. That's actually a great strategy, right? You can like help, you could visit locations via your TV that you can't go to right now. And that can be very helpful. Yeah. Like like that that vacation show. Gosh, what was it? I've talked about it before. Yes. So the world's most amazing vacation rentals that's on Netflix And it's like going on a vacation from your TV. Watch that before bed and you could be like in Australia, in Florida. I mean, who knows what, right? So that's actually a great idea. I kind of like that. Yeah. It's got high ratings and it's pretty fun. And they go crazy places. Crazy places. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, wait. I want to just mention one. Mm -hmm. Did you see the Tinder Swindler? It's so hard to say. Tinder swindler. Did you see the Tinder swindler? I've, I haven't watched it yet, but it's on my list. It's crazy. It's going to make you angry. He's an asshole, but it was very good and very interesting. Another mm-hmm. one of my all-time favorites is Falling for a Killer. If you haven't seen it, it's a couple of years old. It's, it's about Ted Bundy and it is with his girlfriend who like almost married him. And she is the one talking about what happened when it happened and her experience living with him, which is a very close contact and a crazy, crazy thing. So if you're into true crime, that can be kind of an interesting one. Uh So I really liked that one. And then there's the Golden State Killer one with Patton Oswalt's wife, who is sadly deceased. And they talk about how before the case was solved, what she did to get it solved that's a really that. good one too, but there's, good. there's just like a, a bunch of great documentaries. And I feel like sometimes falling into one of those things where you watch a couple of episodes and then the next day you're like excited about mm-hmm. watching the next episode can kind of get you through. Yeah. I like those. So we have something in our house called get your blood flowing. Oh. There are several members of our household who have absolutely no early bird gene. In fact, they get like warlike if they're you know, woken up. So in an attempt to help them get up, we do like this quick morning mini massage and I'm, I'm, or the word massage loosely, it's kind of just like rubbing your arms and legs. Okay. 
and like rubbing your head, rubbing your feet. It's just kind of like a quick little thing, okay? you know, and, and it just kind of like is silly. Like I do it with the kids rub their back and say like getting your blood flowing for your day. If you don't have roommates or kids or a partner, get a furry friend in your life, cats and the dogs, Mm. rub that little guy, you know, anything that's going to like awaken your sense of like touch and then that'll get your endorphins going. So that's just something, you know, that's nice in the morning time. We call it get your blood flowing. Okay. Another fun idea, especially for the end of the week. Sometimes you reach the end of the week and you're like, Oh, it's Friday night. We can go out. No, you can't. I mean, there's a pandemic, it's winter, like that sucks. So that realization can be kind of a bummer. So what Mm -hmm. we have done is candy and movie night or slash pizza night. So we bring that cool experience into an at-home setting. Sometimes we go and get the big movie candy from Walgreens. Same stuff, cheaper. Um, You can rent a film at home. You can order from your favorite pizza place. But we try to kind of make it an event that's fun for you and the kids while you're still like just staying home. Otherwise, Friday night at home can kind of be a bummer. So it makes it really exciting. Um, Some good things that are out. Kid friendly. So Rumble from Paramount Plus. I keep trying to make my kids watch this and they don't want to, but it looks super cute. Uh, It's like like a wrestling like dragon or monster or something. And anyway, it looks funny. Clifford, the big red dog. Apparently it's available on Prime and Paramount Plus. That was really cute. In Kanto, everyone's talking about it. It's so good. Yes. It's deeper than it ever should have been. Like it really, it's really pretty great. And that's on Disney Plus. Hotel Transylvania 4, Transformania is on Amazon Prime. Those are just Mm. a few ideas. I love those. Do you have any other movies that have been great with your kids? You know what we did do over the weekend? We actually kind of taught, I mean, my kids are 10, 13, and 15, and we turned on cartoons that they liked when they were little, little. We love that. So we were watching like Little Einsteins. (laughs) You know, like stuff, there's this one show, it's called Charlie and Lola, that was on Disney, but we were just kind of like watching old things, Yeah, and it just- it was very nostalgic for them because they were like, oh my gosh, I remember this show. So it just kind of brought about like a, like a cute, cute little memories for us as a family when they were little. So that was kind of fun. You know, I don't know what streaming platform it was on. I don't know if it was Disney or something else, but I saw Care Bears. They won't do it. And it, oh. I know it's such a bummer because I would love to watch Care Bears right yeah. now. I'll come over and watch that. Yeah. I have one more and mine is to create playlists, but specifically create a morning playlist. So I don't, I don't know who doesn't have their phone next to them when they go to bed at night, but, um, you just said not to, I know I said, no, I said, I don't look at it. Like I I still have it there, but I just control myself. But like, I would say in the morning, go to Spotify and put together like a great kind of like a hell yeah high five track. <laughs> Get used to whatever that means Please to you. Oh yeah, high five. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but to like get you started for the day. So on mine, I have Prince, I have a couple show tunes. I have like old school Janet Jackson and Vogue. There you go. Culture Club. Like it's all stuff from like 80s and 90s that I know that will help me get out of bed. Sure. You can do whatever you want. No, yeah. but like, and you can have variety, you know, you can have like a, I'm fragile playlist, you know, and then just exactly. Just pick the one that you need, but like, there's so much to be said for music. And if you sing um, now, if you're, you're in bed with a partner, that person may or may not appreciate this, but the, singing helps anxiety. So if you have like you know, like Sunday night scaries and you're, you're stressed out about or dreading going to work or whatever, you know, singing helps you get more oxygen into your body wow. and then it helps reduce stress. So do you do like a Sunday night karaoke? Yep. I kind of like that idea. I love karaoke. No, the, the girls and I are constantly singing. We're singing. We've got Spotify going. We're doing the dishes. We have like dishwashing jams. Yeah. Like a good speaker in your kitchen helps, right? It does. It does. We're constantly listening to music and the girls love to sing and I love doing karaoke. So, okay. So I have a couple, I have two more. So one is like home upgrades, just coming off of like our decor Mm -hmm. episode redesign and clean outs. Okay. So specifically pulling on the tidy Fox episode that we did. Yeah. About yeah. Like tidying and organization. So we know I'm going through like a big bathroom upgrade. Like we're tearing out our master bath. So it's, it's not just like a little redo, like it's a huge mess, which we needed to do, but I did, um, the closet is attached to that. So I did like a closet clean out. It feels so great to do a closet clean out. Just stuff you're not using. And I know there are a lot of rules. Like if you haven't worn it in a year, you should throw it out. Also, you know, the year has been a pandemic, so I'm only wearing like athleisure. So do I really want to get rid of everything? Maybe not. But like you can get rid of some stuff and like feel really great about it. And I do want to say that Melanie at the Tidy Facts has been awesome. She coached me through a pantry clean out, which we put up on our Instagram from that episode. So she was not even here. And she just said, I was inspired by our episode. And I was like, look, I'm going to take out my pantry. Like I said, I would, and I did it. And then I sent her like a mid progress snapshot. And she said, she literally circled areas. And she's like, what about this? Try this storage container how about this? Have you thought about this? And like, she can actually coach you virtually through these cleanouts. That's kind of that whole episode. And just meeting her has inspired me to do a few cleanouts. Our Mm -hmm. linen closet in our master bath, we had to entirely get rid of because they're tearing it out. So that was cool because let me tell you, I had medications from like 10 years ago. There are things that have expired. There's towels we don't use anymore. Things that you just pile up in your closet that you don't really use. And you don't want to go in. I feel like I don't want to go in and do it and do the whole clean out, but it actually feels so great when you do. Yeah, you feel better. Yes, we were forced to do that one. And then I did my pantry because of that episode. So, you know, making something more functional, a space more functional feels great. Donating, making more room. It's all really great. So that can be something to kind of up your mood in the winter. And then the last one is Verbo they're now calling themselves, not VRBO. I always want to say VRBO, but Verbo or website surfing for potential 
vacations. You can like make boards on Verbo. Oh, you can look at these places. Yes. You can be like, okay, someday in the next few years, I want to go to the Keys. I want to go to Gatlinburg, what, whatever you want to do. And huh. you make these boards on Verbo. And it's so fun because you're like looking at these settings that you can't go to right now. Right. Yeah. And so that can be very energizing. So I love making those boards and I love sending them to like the people that I want to go on vacation with and just these little like planning things that you can do to kind of feel that sense of anticipation and just like viewing a place that you're not at right now. Yeah. I I like that idea. It's different. It's kind of fun. I remember at the beginning of the pandemic when people were doing like Google maps, Mm -hmm. did you do that? It's like, let's go to Egypt tonight. Yeah, it is. It's fun. Do what you got to do. Okay. Oh, and I do want to say that I will link for the movie night thing, a article on good housekeeping about the 30 best kids movies on Netflix that you can stream whenever you want. Yeah. So kids of all ages, they've got a good article that I found. So I will put that in the show notes because that can be fun if you're going to try to do the Friday night movie night. Yeah, I like that. Great. Shall we? Recipe box. Yes, give me the soups. There are so many soups. There is a 30-minute broccoli cheddar soup by Gimme Delicious. By the way, let me tell you, I have done several soups and some of them have not worked out. So I'm only giving you the best ones. So the broccoli cheddar one was very good and that's Gimme Delicious. I will link it in the show notes. If you like broccoli, if you like cheese with broccoli. I mean, you know, if you like it, like Panera soup type, it's, it's a good one. So that one's great. Yeah. There's a very good green enchilada chicken soup. It's from Seeking Good Eats. This is keto friendly. You can also make it in the crock pot. And it's like, if you like the taste of that green enchilada, what is it? Salsa verde type taste. Yeah. I love this one. I make it a lot. It has like um, a cream cheese. You can do a low fat cream cheese. So it makes it a little bit creamy. A lot of the soups I like are creamy. So this one is a great one. Uh And then lastly, this is a brand new one. I just tried. It is by sugar spun run. And she is one of my favorite follows on Instagram and she's a baker and it's called ultimate creamy potato soup and it has bacon in it. Oh, yes. And it's like, it feels like a baked potato, but in a soup version. And I don't know if you can beat a baked potato soup in the winter. It's kind of amazing. It's just so lovely. Yes. So those are the three soups. And then I have one more thing. This is a fail safe baking recipe. Like I said, I've been failing on baking. I've been trying a lot of muffins and cakes and they have not been good enough to share on the podcast. So this one though is, and it's called the best banana cake by spend with pennies. Wait, is that what you brought over to my house? Yes. It's good. We polished that off in like 30 minutes. (laughs) Because it makes, so it makes a big nine by 12 cake and it's very high and you do it like a cream cheese frosting. And it's really hard to mess up a banana cake because bananas just keep everything so moist. Mm -hmm. Be very careful about how long you bake it, like underbake it on purpose. Keep testing it. Make sure like do the toothpick trick because you want it to be moist, but it's, 
it's so good. And that is the best banana cake by Spend with Pennies. Approved by Elizabeth's children. Yeah, it was, I mean, and by me. I mean, I kind of was like growling at people when they were coming back for seconds. (laughs) I'm like, wait a minute, I need this. We're trying. All right. (laughs) Suggestion box. Just a reminder, we are doing something new in 22. We are just putting out any suggestions, something that's making us happy, that's working for us. I love that. Should I go first? Yes, you should. So I decided that, well, my word for 2022 is expand. So something that's making me happy, kind of going off my word, which is expand. I just want to encourage everybody because this has really been making me happy lately is to educate yourself about something new. And it could be anything from like a small topic to um, a, maybe a career interest. It doesn't even have, you, we're not like changing careers. You're just like, oh, hey, when I was 10, I wanted to be a marine biologist. <laughs> maybe there's something to that, like a country you've always been interested in or like a new um, cooking style. So okay. what I'm learning, and this is a little bit heavy, but it's just something that I'm working on. I want to expand my knowledge about how to help women who are exiting like human trafficking situations. Right. And I, I've been talking with this really cool organization called refuge of women in Chicago. And we're going to do, we're partnering to do like a trafficking one-on-one and how you can help trafficked women in March. Wow. So date TBD, more knowledge. I think, I just feel like the more we can educate ourselves about what other people are going through, the more empathy we can have as a a human race. Um, So that's just my suggestion is just to encourage everyone to like educate yourself about something new. That's very cool. I mean, you can do that through a Netflix documentary. You can do it through internet research. Like there's a lot of different ways and you could even make it like a project with your kids. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's guys the limit. So how about you? Okay. That's very deep compared to mine. I'm going very surface level with these suggestion boxes. I'm like, what do I do? That's like a little pick me up. And that's what I'm going with for these. So do you simmer pot? What is that? Okay. Especially in the winter, this is just a way to kind of clean up your environment and refresh your home. Now I don't really reap the benefits because I can't smell, but I do get the point of this and I have tried it. Please don't ask me how the orange simmer pot worked out because I should have taken a picture of the burnt. Look, guys, apparently you have to add water. Please just do that. I put it on. I was like, this is great. And then I went upstairs and showered and like left the kitchen. So it was um, not what we had anticipated. So there is a great lesson. So here are the rules. So (laughs) I love you so much. I just, I didn't know. This is my first time. So fill a small saucepan with water, add your ingredients, bring it to a boil, and then you turn the heat down to a simmer. Yeah. And you add water every 30 minutes. Yes, that is key. That's the part I didn't know. (laughs) Okay, so I will link this in the show notes from I Am A Food Blog, and it's simmer pot recipes. And there are a lot of different recipes depending on what you like in your home. I will tell you, just like if you're just going to listen to the podcast, two popular recipes. One is called the Williams-Sonoma. So they have like a signature one. Okay, so this is eight cups water, two to three sprigs of rosemary, 
one sliced lemon, one teaspoon vanilla extract, and one teaspoon black peppercorn. Yeah, that sounds lovely. So that's the Williams-Sonoma smell? Yes. If you want that, that's how you get it. And then the one I tried was an orange or two, cinnamon sticks, vanilla, and whole cloves. That sounds like cloves, you can get them in the spice aisle, but you just have to get like the whole, not the little yeah. disintegrated ones. So those are two very popular recipes. So anything is kind of, I mean, I just kind of like seeing it on the stove and know it's mm-hmm. filling the space. These, this is just something fun for winter to try. Yeah, if you I want to give it a try, a simmer pot, add please, water. please add water. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love this. Well, what a nice episode. Yeah. I just, I feel very calm after this conversation. Good. I just feel like we need this. You remember summer when it's like you, you're putting the kids to bed and it's nine something and it, they're like, the sun's still out. I mean, remember yeah. that that's coming. The Midwest is so crazy and I love it for this reason, but the seasons, I mean, it is so different. Summer yeah. to winter is so crazy and just know there is a turn around the corner. We'll get through it together. We will. Just listen to the podcast, share it with your friends. By the way, do you know we have an amazing shop at mdmthestore.com? Elizabeth, your t-shirt is coming. I ordered a new batch on their way now. We're getting some orders in. We love these ideas, these designs. You can wear modern domestic moms. There's some fun things going on there. Check out the shop because we would love for you to help support the podcast and just kind of spread our word about town, right? I want to get a tote too. I'm going to order a couple things. Okay. MDMthestore.com. Well, we can't really like clink glasses, but cheers. We could fake it. Okay. Cheers. cheers. Cheers to, to you. you. Cheers to us. Cheers to moms. Sip with us again next week. Yes, we should really talk about how to wheat. <laughs> Just shoot me. Take five. Take 15.